0: B.C. Listen.
1: Ho, ho, hello. It's Matt Beard here, and I've been asked at the end of the year to pull one of our old episodes out of the archives to remind you of an episode that I really love, and I'm really excited to um, share this with you, or maybe it's the first time you're listening to it, which is even more fun. This episode is perfect for this time of year, as so much of the world is moving towards celebrating Christmas, and a huge part of Christmas are all of the stories about Santa Claus and presents and carols, about lists of naughty kids and nice kids, and it's a really interesting topic to think about in terms of the lessons it's teaching us about good and bad, about right and wrong, and about why we do the right thing, what it means and feels like to think that there's always someone watching to decide whether we've done the right thing or not. So this episode asks a very big question, is Santa Claus a bad person? Listen to the episode and I'd love to know what you think. What do you reckon? Should Santa be put on his very own naughty list? I hope you have a lot of fun with this episode especially keep an ear out for the polar bears they're one of my favourite parts bye
2: for too long we have cowered under the weight of injustice for too long we have let one person control our lives we have been threatened and bossed around rewarded for obedience, punished for using our own minds, but no more. Today, we take our revenge. Today, we secure our freedom. Today, we fight back. It will not be easy, my friends. Our enemy has eyes everywhere, even now. He could see us plotting against him. I won't lie to you. Some of us will pay the ultimate price. Some of us will wake up on Christmas morning to find no gifts waiting for us. No scooters, no video games, no cool little craft things. Nothing but a sad lump of coal.
3: Oh, hey, Molly. Um... Who who are we going to war with today?
2: Uh, Carl, I thought that was obvious. With that mysterious shadowy figure who spends his life oppressing children.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and who is that?
2: I'll give you a little
3: clue.
0: You better not shout, you better
2: not cry, you better not
0: pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming
2: to town.
3: Hold on a second. You... Want to go to war with Santa Claus?
2: Uh, yeah, of course I do. Santa is a bad dude.
3: Molly, Santa is like the literal embodiment of kindness and happiness and joy. When he laughs, he shakes his belly like a bowl full of jelly.
2: Uh, Santa spies on us. He punishes us by taking presents away when we make mistakes. He labels kids as naughty or nice. Open your eyes, man.
3: Today, on Short and Curly, Santa Claus...
2: Enemy of the children. Oh, the best thing that ever happens in my life.
4: Hello, and today you're listening... Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Curly, 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 Short curly, curly, curly.
2: Short and Curly... We realise not everyone celebrates Christmas or knows all the details of what it's about.
3: But for lots of you, Christmas is super special, and the magic of Santa is a big part of that.
2: So, our first thinking question is about magic.
3: Remember, you can pause the show here. And here's our question.
2: We grow up hearing about magical, fantastic beings who get involved in people's lives in different ways. Santa, the Tooth Fairy, Jin, elves and dragons... But if someone
3: else did the sort of stuff that they do, watching us all day, sneaking into our rooms while we're sleeping, we'd probably think it was a bit weird or creepy.
2: So, if it wouldn't be okay for a normal person to do this, why does it feel okay if it's done by magical, powerful beings?
3: Hit pause now. Molly, I think you're getting a bit carried away here.
2: Carried away? If anything, I don't think I'm going far enough. He sees you when you're sleeping, Carl. He is watching us all the time. We're talking about a global spy regime. Get serious.
3: Uh, I am serious, Molly, and I think you need to slow down. Santa's not oppressing the kids of the world. They love him.
2: Oh, But they shouldn't, Carl. Look... I know he gives you gifts and stuff, but they're just a big old bribe. A bribe? Yeah, they're basically a trick to get you to do what Santa wants you to do. To be good.
3: Uh Uh-huh. Everyone knows that. But why is it a problem? What's so bad about getting people to be good? Ho, ho,
2: ho! That sounds like... Santa! Achoo! Bless you, Santa! Cal... It's not Santa. It's Matt. Hey, Matt.
1: Hey, Molly. Hey, Carl. How's it going?
2: Busy, Matt. I'm planning a war.
1: A war? What? Against who, Carl? Why me?
2: No, Carl didn't do anything. This time, I'm actually going to war with the villain of the North Pole.
1: Oh, you mean Santa.
2: I mean... Sa- Wait, how, how did you know I meant Santa? Well, the North Pole
1: bit kind of gave it away, Molly. But also... There are some interesting ethical issues with Santa.
3: Aha! You mean, like, is it ever wrong to give someone a gift to reward them for behaving well? (laughs) huge issue. Well, hold
1: on, Carl. It sounds lovely to say, do good things and I'll give you a gift, but it's also a threat if you say it in
3: reverse. If you don't behave, I'm going to take away your presents. It works, doesn't it? It's like how we train our pets. We give them a treat when they do something good. Well, sure, except for one
1: thing. We're not pets. We're people. And part of what it means to be a good, healthy, grown-up person is to be able to know what's right to do, and to do it just because it's right. Here's a tricky question for you. If we do the right thing only because we'll get a treat, are we really doing the right thing at all?
2: OK, that sounds brain wrinkly. Can we break this down a little? Not for me, I'm a, I, I, I'm a genius, but, you know, for Carl?
1: You bet. So being selfish is usually seen as bad, right? Right. And if you're bad, you end up on Santa's naughty list, right? Right, this is helping me. But if you're being good for selfish reasons Like wanting to get presents, then we have to wonder, are we being good or bad? Right. Wait, what? It's really confusing, right? Imagine if I told you to stop licking all the short and curly donuts before you pick the best one because it's disgusting and disrespectful to everyone else.
2: I think he means you, Carl.
1: Okay, now, imagine I told you I'd give you a hundred dollars to stop licking the donuts.
3: Well, I guess if you gave me a hundred dollars, I would stop licking all the donuts.
1: Exactly. But now you're not changing your behavior because you think that licking donuts is bad and gross and you shouldn't do it. You're only doing it for the money. And that means it's hard to know whether you're doing the right thing for the right reasons.
2: You know, we actually asked our Brains Trust from Lynham Primary School in Canberra about this. Here's what they had to say. When I was
0: younger, I got into like a bit of an argument or disagreement with my brother and then my mum was like, oh, you're going to get in the naughty lift if you don't. Um, So like, yeah, I apologised to him and then I tried to be good. I was worried I wouldn't get as many presents, to be honest. It's like
4: those kids who at school, they seem all like when the teacher's watching, they're like, oh, here, let me help you up, but actually, If if there'd been someone else watching, you would have seen them shove the other person to the ground before the teacher walked around and then seeing them pick them back up. So it's kind of like, is it actually being good if you're doing it to get something? And I think parents hope that might carry over, but sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't.
0: It's a little bit creepy, but um, I think it's motivation, definitely, to be good. But then for how long are they being good? Are they only being good during the Christmas season, just December? Well, he's making a list to see if people are good, and if they know they're being rewarded, then that might just make them be good. And then if you're good to others, maybe they will also be nice to you, and then they'll start being nice to other people. And then if they're being good, they might realise how good that makes them feel being good. And they might just do it in general,
2: presents or not. You know what? Let's all take a time out for a thinking question. Okay, go for it, Molly. Imagine if the only reason you're doing something good is to get a reward. Then doesn't really count as being good at all.
3: Hit pause now. I've got it. (sighs) Got
2: what? The solution. I know how we can end Santa's unfair regime once and for all.
3: Again, Molly, I'm not on board with taking down Santa. He's like the ultimate nice guy.
2: We need to steal the naughty list and destroy it. First, we'll need disguises. I'll be an elf. Carl, you'll be a reindeer.
3: Ah, perfect. Yeah, I've got a furry onesie somewhere.
2: Why? You know what? Don't answer that. Hmm, we need to find a way inside Santa's headquarters. Ah! We can take the short and curly jet to the North Pole. Let's go! Headset on, Carl? Check. Seatbelt done up?
3: <laughs> Always.
2: Let's fly.
3: You're going too fast. Lower the throttle. Don't distract me, Carl. Did you pressurise the cabin? Maybe. Molly, I I think I see Santa's workshop.
2: Oh, hold on tight, Carl. I'm making a spiral landing. Please, that's not a thing. Oh, you're doing it! Oh, we're going down! Another happy landing. Oh, that was so distressing.
3: Whoa, the weather out here is frightful.
2: But my plan is so delightful. Hand me that backpack, Carl.
3: Molly, this backpack stinks!
2: Of course it stinks. It's full of fish.
3: Oh. uh, why?
2: To bribe Santa's polar bear workshop guards, they love salmon. (laughs) Everyone knows this.
3: Polar bear guards?
2: Yeah, Carl. Everyone knows Santa has a team of highly trained polar bears to protect his operation. Here you go, friends. Eat the yummy salmon good bears. (gasps)
3: Should we try that door? It says staff only.
2: Good idea.
3: (gasps) Wow, this place is huge. Have you ever seen a bigger Christmas tree? It's the size of a blue whale.
2: There must be 10,000 fairy lights on it. (gasps) And look, a life-sized gingerbread house.
3: It must be as big as three bowhead whales.
2: Are you using whales as a unit of measurement? Never mind. Now, where is that naughty list? Carl, I need you to go to Santa's toy workshop and distract the elves.
3: Elves? The gift makers themselves? I'll go get their autographs and I'll sing some Christmas carols and maybe we share some hot cocoa.
2: I was thinking more you could wreck some stuff, but whatever. Just be distracting.
3: (laughs) I always am, Molly. My time to shine! Oh, hey elves, what's up? Uh, a pretty sweet setup you've got here.
5: Who the hell does that
1: guy?
3: Uh, I'm Carl, and I'm so excited to be here. A spa! Got him! Oh no, there are more polar bears!
2: <gasps> oh, what was that? Good old Carl can always rely on him to be very distracting. Hmm, okay. This sign points up the stairs and says Observation Deck. Wonder what that could be. Whoa, this room is enormous and it's full of screens. Oh, look, every screen has hundreds of little lines on it and each line seems to be a child. Huh. Whoa, what's going on here? The lines are all going up and down. <gasps> depending on whether the kid is being naughty or nice. Oh, this is very interesting. Look, that kid just picked her nose and smeared it all over the new lounge chair. (gasps) And her line is going down. And that boy just picked up some rubbish on the street that wasn't even his, his line is going up. Oh, this is so much bigger than I thought. Santa really does have eyes everywhere.
3: Oh, Oh, hey, Molly.
2: You okay there, buddy? What happened?
3: More polar bears. Didn't bribe. Big smash. Carl.
2: Oh, sorry, Carl. But good work on the distraction.
1: Psst. Hey, team. What are we doing?
2: What? uh, Matt, what are you doing here?
1: Well, after we talked, I might have snuck into the back of the jet
3: for a little nap. And then I woke up in the North Pole? That explains why you're wearing thongs and shorts in sub-zero temperatures.
2: Okay, well, since you're here, Matt, what do you think of Santa's giant spy operation? You know,
1: it reminds me of a French philosopher called Michel Foucault. He thought the two great ways to control someone's behaviour were to watch them and to judge them.
2: Wait, how can just watching someone or even judging them change their behaviour?
1: Because watching and judging are forms of power. Think about at school how your teachers watch you to make sure you're behaving and paying attention. And then they judge your work, they give it a score and see how well you're actually learning the material. Those kinds of things create some pressure in us. They make us feel like we have to pay attention and we have to get good grades or something bad's going to happen.
3: Sure, but that's a good thing overall, right? Because we want people to learn at school. We
1: do, but controlling students like that might have some nasty side effects, both at school and when someone like Santa is doing it. But what
2: kind of side effects?
1: Well... For one thing, it's not always clear what we're being watched or judged for. Santa doesn't always tell us what counts as naughty and what counts as nice. We have to guess. Let's say you serve yourself an extra big serving of ice cream for dessert, like get a salad bowl and really fill it up.
2: Uh, You're describing my every night.
1: Right. So do you think that that makes you naughty, according to Santa's naughty list? You don't know. And that can make you feel unsure, maybe even a little bit afraid. I'm never afraid of ice cream, Matthew. But it's not the ice cream you're afraid of. It's the judgement. And that fear of judgement
3: can mean that you might not do it, even if it was OK. All right, but what you're forgetting, Matt, is that what most people love about Christmas and Santa is being excited to get awesome gifts and finding their favourite toys under the tree... If that means a little bit of spying, then that's all worth it, isn't it?
2: Actually, that's a good thing for all of us to think about. How about one last thinking question?
3: You <laughs> my mind, Molly. And here it is. There might be some downsides to Santa watching us all the time, but on the whole, do you think it's worth it for all the good stuff he brings? Hit pause now.
2: Hey, and our Brains Trust also had some ideas about this. I don't
0: think he's necessarily
2: a bad person because
0: his name is St Nicholas, so he is a saint. And, like, he tries to make children to be very good because as a child he was very good. Um, So he's just trying to make the new generation of children more kind and more
2: nice. I guess he's doing it for a good reason, like trying to teach kids that if they're nice, they'll be rewarded. Well, he does spy on you
4: for either the whole year or just, like, a month. So, not that nice to know that, like, someone's always watching me. I think if he only spied on you, that would make him a pretty bad person. But the fact he he's spying on you for a good reason, to see if you're good or bad, or to give you presents and stuff, I think it sweetens the deal a little bit because he's doing it for the right intentions. Yeah, I think he's a pretty good person.
2: Hmm. Where could Santa be hiding that list? It must be here somewhere. Uh,
3: Not sure how ethical it is poking around someone's office, Molly. Think of the big picture, Carl.
2: Gosh, it must be here. (gasps) Carl? What's that on the desk next to you? Give me that. Yes! That's it! The naughty list. Quick, check if I'm on there. Carl, no time. Someone's coming. Hide! I'm going under this table and I'm taking the list too.
5: Ho, 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 so, so, so much to do. I've got to fuel the pixie dust tank on the sleigh, polish Rudolph's nose and stop the elves from unionising.
3: Santa? Carl, you've got to hide. Santa! Carl, what are you doing now? Santa, Santa, it's me, Carl Smith. Remember me? I send you a letter every year.
5: Carl, what are you doing here? And how did you get past the polar bears?
3: Oh, well, to be honest, I I didn't. They threw me through a wall.
2: Now wait just one second there, Santa.
5: Oh, it's you, Molly Daniels.
2: You... you know me?
5: How could I forget the number one name on my naughty list?
2: You mean this naughty list? This is wrong and you're using it to control us. I should destroy it right
5: now. Oh, don't you do anything to that naughty list, Molly. It's crucial to my whole operation.
2: Oh, is it now? Then I guess it would be a shame if someone, you know, set it on fire.
5: Don't, oh, Molly, please don't. No. Too late. Freedom. Molly, how could you? Well, you've done it now. Don't you realise... The naughty list also tells me who's nice. As in, who gets presents. So now nobody gets any presents. Only you could make Santa mad, Molly. Unless you've got a bright idea.
2: Oh, ah, Why don't you just give presents to everyone?
5: I don't think so. Then we'd be giving gifts to naughty kids and rewarding bad behaviour. I would be so naughty
3: if I knew I'd still get presents.
2: Stop sucking up to Santa, Carl. Just uh, let me think. OK, uh, what if we just... Ah! fake Santa's death. Then nobody would expect any presents. Problemo solvedo.
5: That's not going to happen, Molly.
2: OK, um, what if we sold the presents? No, that's just a shopping centre. Uh... Oh, yes, that's it. What's it? Okay, hear me out. The big ethical problem here is that we all feel pressured to act nice just to make sure we can get a present.
5: Well, it's a system that's worked for a long time now.
2: But wouldn't it be great if there was one person we could count on not to judge us, but to believe in us and support us no matter what? What if we did give presents to everyone? Not as a reward for their behaviour, but because we all make mistakes.
5: I'm listening.
2: Santa, what if you gave them as encouragement, as a reminder to be kind and loving?
5: Maybe it is time for a change. OK, how's this? For the next two years, just as an experiment, we'll give everyone presents. Hooray! What's the worst that could happen?
3: No naughty list. Carl? I can do whatever I want and still get presents.
2: Carl, you've missed the whole point. Imagine the chaos I'll cause. The
3: disobedience. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ah, oh, starting to regret all of this, this might have been a huge mistake. ABC Listen.